everybody, and uh, welcome to the Bad Movie Reviews podcast, uh, hosted by myself, Ben, and we've got uh, Daniel. You can, of course, join us every week on all major podcasting platforms and and visually on YouTube, um, obviously under, under Bad Movie Reviews, but we probably haven't really got too much to talk about this week, so uh, we've actually had no films come out in, in Australia in terms of cinema, but um, D23 just happened this weekend, so we'll, we'll pretty much unpack all of that, and then we've got a... We'll uh, review the the new Pinocchio live action uh, remake, um, which we'll touch on. But in terms of movie news, we'll pretty much get straight into it. We'll start off with um, the the Disney and the Disney Animation and, and Pixar um, conference, which was Saturday. Um, it doesn't really matter in, in terms of that, but um, <laughs> they they announced a few things that we'll get into. Um, I don't really have too much to talk about on this because I've actually never seen the original. They they showed the the trailer to Hocus Pocus two. Have you never seen, seen never the original. S- Out of all the films you make fun of me for never seeing, you've never seen an absolute classic like Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus, mate. No, I mean I probably have when I was young. Well, you're not missing out. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, the second one's an interesting. But uh, uh, do you, I mean, do you have anything to touch on that one? <laughs> I, I, I can't physically talk about it because I don't even know there was room for one. But I know it was rumored. Actually, like eight years ago, they'd be working on a sequel, and then it'd possibly come out on some streaming service. And eight years oh, later, Plus, mate, that's the one. So it's finally um, happened. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw this film. They they showed the trailer to a sequel to the Enchanted movie with uh, that had Amy Adams, James um, James Marsden, Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy, and it was like the she was the princess who got travelled to New York. Oh, it sounds familiar. And, and, uh, essentially, the sequels—they've—they've um, they've talked a little bit about it, but it's basically she, um, the main actress, has two kids now, and then goes to a house, and then the trailer kind of showed that she wishes, you know, her life was like a fairy tale. But then fairy tale, you know, like all fairy tales, is a bad you know, all of a sudden. But um, I guess well, it's hard to kind of show trailers because we—we'd love to do you know trailer reactions, but if you're listening to it audibly, it's a bit. It's a bit <laughs> It's a bit yeah, of a hard definitely. thing to do, but um, they did show that trailer and uh, it's 15 years set after the first one, but I actually didn't mind the first one when it came out. I, it's, uh, it was definitely a, it was definitely a movie, let's put it that way. Oh, um, gotcha. No, it was enjoyable. I think it came out like a good, like, I reckon I was about eight, like 10, like it came out a good 15 plus years ago, hence why it's been 15 years since the first one set. So, um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for Amy Adams being in anything because I think she's a fantastic act- actress. But um, and James Marsden. Is it all the same cast as the original? Yeah, yeah, all same cast as the original. So, yeah, cool. Um, that makes it interesting. Uh, next one, I actually don't mind this news. Peter Pan and Wendy. They've announced a, a new. Um, it's a it's an original movie. Um, essentially, it, it says here the synopsis. It dives more into. To Wendy's story as she as she joins Peter Pan and goes to to Netherland and it, it um goes through that so um they've announced the cast I don't know um who any of these people are if I'm being honest but I do see Captain Hook is played by Jude Law who I really oh, do man. enjoy I I do I think Jude Law's a fantastic actor uh, never really seen him play a villain now that I think about it but um I'm all for it I don't mind like. The thing is, when when Disney Disney do kind of really gut the shit out of a lot of their lot of their properties, yeah, and you can kind of understand why to an extent because like Winnie the Pooh became a public domain because nothing was made about it um, directly, and they've made that like some fans have made that horror film which looks yeah that looks messed dreadful up. and it looks dreadful, but um so I can kind of understand why they kind of keep doing these, but um I think there's stories to tell in terms of the Netherland um, aspect, obviously. Um, there was recently Hook, which is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Like, not not um, <laughs> Hook wasn't too bad. No, not Hook. There was one recently which was real, 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 real bad with Gareth Headland or whatever the guy from Tron. Um, was it just called like Netherland or something like that? Or Pan? Was it just Pan? It might have been Pan. That that's the one. Pan. Yeah, it came out twenty fifteen. Had Hugh Jackman, I think, as um in it as well. Who played the uh, the villain? It was yeah, yeah, Hugh Jackman played one of the worst films I've ever seen. So <laughs> let's hope it's not like that. Um, it is interesting that they're announcing all these films going straight to Disney Plus. To be honest, it, it is coming out next year. Got to pump their service. 
For sure. Yeah, I guess. Um, jump on to the next bit of news. I'm super excited for this. There's a, a Haunted Mansion film coming out, um, which is inspired by the theme park ride, which I've been on. But uh, I think it's similar to, you know, did you, did you see the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie? Great movie. Yeah, it's Great essentially movie. that. But it's oh, cool. um, the cast is um, the cast is really quite good, but uh, this this doesn't say short sort of show what, too much. It's action. got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. It is live action, so yeah, cool. Um, I, I'm interested in. I think Owen Wilson's in it at, at, to some aspect. Um, that might be <laughs> might be correct. Might be wrong. This doesn't sort of give too much, but I'm all for that. I don't mind it. I um, if they make it a little bit creepy, but also accessible in terms of families then nice combination between the two yeah yeah, yeah. um i want that with people. pan is i'd love peter, oh, like pan peter, pan, peter pan's like a really messed up story when you think about it like that, or, or, or like a lot of disney classical films are really really fucked up a lot of like, underlying to tones of something messed up yeah with 100 yeah yeah which is why the new pinocchio is, sh- is shit but anyway um <laughs> haunted mansion yep we just touched on that this one i hate this news i'm sorry but um Mufasa, The Lion King. So a prequel being made by Barry Jenkins, who I actually love his work. Um, I don't I don't think you've seen it, but he directed Moonlight, which is one of my favourite films. Um, they showed a sneak peek. Obviously, we're not in Los Angeles, so we can't touch on that. But um, the film is apparently already in production and it's told in flashbacks. So it's got Rafiki, Timon and Pumbaa telling the story about Mufasa, uh, a lion cub, and then how he rose to, to being sort of the greatest king of the Pride Lands, basically. But um, it is being confirmed to be like a live action, like the recent remake. That was my next question. Which I enjoyed it, but at the same time, it just felt so lifeless in a way. Because you couldn't express the emotions with the, the live yeah, action. Yeah, like yeah. It, was, it was, but like it looked beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like this, the, um, the cinematography at times and the CGI looked unreal, but... I mean, you've got a very talented director attached. Like John Favreau did the did the recent one, but Barry Jenkins, I think, is definitely more like artistic and um, not like a, a machine in terms of a a machine for Disney. That John Favreau does everything. Marvel, yep, does yep. all the so. Um, it'll be interesting to see his eyes on it. I don't like the news because it's just like I feel like it would have such a big budget being live action that you really could put it to original filmmaking and. And that, and like realistically, we know Disney, they have talent. They make some amazing films in terms of their animation, um, like with Pixar even attached. And, and they, they, they do have the ability to make such great original films and then to probably give this film $200 million at least, I would have thought. Yeah. Because um, it will make the money, but yeah. Anyway, we'll jump on in the next bit of news, which to be honest, also annoys me a little bit. Um, they're remaking Snow White. Who would have thought for the <laughs> 10th time? Um, this one's got Rachel Zegler in the title role as uh, as Snow White. Um, for you, she played the main actress in West Side Story. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, good actress. We definitely know we can. I don't remember. Snow White has songs in it, doesn't it? Like everything. I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. Um, oh, Disney. Yeah. Um, well, most Disney films do, but I couldn't remember for the life of me. But um, this is an interesting one. Gal Gadot is actually playing the, the Snow White stepmother. So she'll be playing a villain, really. Um, yeah, I like I like that. Yeah, I don't I don't mind that Probably thought. It. Um, it's directed by Mark Webb, which is an interesting one. Um, he directed the recent like Amazing Spider Man films with Andrew Garfield. So I think he's he's a talented director. Like he he has the vision. Um, I don't know in terms of if he's directed any films lately. Um, he directed Gifted, which was like a, a family kind of film. But it's been a um, lot of Snow White movies over the years, haven't there? Like yeah, there was a recent one. There was, was Huntsman too, Snow White and the Huntsman or whatever. And yeah, they that had was that garbage. like that was movie garbage. series or whatever with uh, Kirsten Stewart or whatever. Yeah, that was Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, yeah. and then there was um, there was another one. I forgot the the poster had a woman holding a red apple. Yeah, that, that was another one. Um, yeah, I mean they get. They get made like no tomorrow. But what I what actually really interests me is it will feature new songs by Pasek and Paul, which are a collaborative pair who wrote films uh, songs for some of my favourite films. Uh, they wrote the songs for La La Land. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so they'll have, realistically, they'll have the original songs, but they'll also have um, original songs, it says. So they also wrote the, the music for Dear Evan Hansen, which is... Um, one of the most successful sort of Broadway musicals. They they wrote um, 
two new songs for the the Aladdin film, which came out recently. Oh, the um, and they wrote songs for the Greatest Showman, which is possibly one of the shittest films I've ever seen. But Greatest. the music was good. Great so, soundtrack. Great yeah. soundtrack. Um, anyway, that, that that's a, a another bit of news. This this bit of news they well this is already announced, but they showed the first trailer for the the live action Little Mermaid, which we actually had watched, which. Um, I must admit, I can imagine it looking incredible. Unreal. It already like looked it, unreal. It, it, the trailer looked really, really good um, in terms of the, the visual aspect and um, the actress who plays Ariel, Hayley Bailey, very similar to Hayley Berry now that I look at it. Um, she can sing. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> she can, yeah. She can sing. Great voice. So, good casting I mean, that's so a, far. That's the main thing. So as long as she can sing, that's, that's an, an act. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else, but I'm looking forward to that. I do like... Um, I must admit, I do like Little Mermaid. It's a classic. Um, a bit of Sebastian. Depends who they cast as Sebastian. That's the main thing. It was the second one, wasn't it? I don't actually know if I watched the second yeah, one. Yeah, a lot of, back in the day, though, a lot of Pixar and Disney animation films, or like that, sorry, Disney animation, a lot of the sequels went straight to VO, like VHS. Yeah. Like they had the Lion King sequel, which like was. I watched Lion King too. They had um, so many sequels, which were just garbage, which went straight to VHS to just make money. Um, that's kind of all in terms of um, the Walt Disney Studios. The The next bit, this is uh, jumping onto Pixar, and I think we've got a bit of um, Walt Disney Animation Studios. So there's a fair bit of news to unpack. The, this, this Pixar one, um, I really like the, the, the sound of this film. So um, uh, uh, Peter, Peter Son and Denise Reem, I'll, I'll look up what they've made. But they've announced a new film coming out called Eternal, which is an all-new original film coming out next year. Elemental. Um, it's called Elemental. So the actual story is about um, immigrants. It says here, immigrants pursuing dreams in beautiful neighbourhoods where language and cultures come together. But uh, basically the two main characters are one's fire, one's water, and they essentially fall in love but obviously can't the touch old, each other. The old Romeo um, and Juliet situation. Yeah, which... Peter, um, so they've directed The Good Dinosaur. I don't know if that's – I actually didn't, I enjoyed the good I dinosaur. didn't mind it. Um, but I must admit I'm all for an original Pixar film. Um, I'm all like anything they do. Yeah, they haven't had too many misses over the years, that's for sure. A lot of hits. In terms of original ones, no. The Good Dinosaur, funnily enough, is probably the actually worst reviewed one, which I still enjoyed. I still think it's not a bad yeah. film. Um, it's not definitely not their best, but um, – that one, that one doesn't look too um, too bad, and I'm I'm excited for that. Um, they announced a series here, which is about a, a baseball coach. I won't touch too much on that because it's more of a, a series than anything. It's like Recess, nearly. That's the first thing I saw yeah, when I saw yeah. that the TV show um, Recess. This this news really really excited me. So, um, Adrian Molina, who is the director of Coco, I believe. Oh. One of my favorite Disney films. Man. They've announced a new film called Elio, which sounds really interesting. This is another original film. It's about a 11 year old dreamer. So he's an artistic creator endorsement, which we can both relate to, um, who basically finds it hard to fit in, which I can relate to. You're a, you're a pussy, but um, he, <laughs> his mum, his mum basically runs a top secret military project and um, is working to decode a strange signal from outer space. But then Elio uh, basically makes contact, beamed into space, and made an intergalactic ambassador for Earth. So it actually sounds really inter- interesting. I must admit, like, the, the thing is with Pixar films, they always have deeper meanings and they always look into, you know, humanity and, and sort of... Yeah, well, Ilio has a definition itself. It's um, it, it's part of, like, in, interstellar, like, clusters of, like, space and suns and... Solar and things like that, and it's um, yeah, Ilios. Um, the I think the technical definition is so. Yeah. Good choice of good choice of name of character based on oh, they that, that story. Reason, there, they, yeah. Um, I'm all for that. Anything that has the director of Coco, if it makes me cry like that film, though, oh, I'll be in strife. I can't do it again. This one I'm not sure. <laughs> Go back. This one I'm not sure about. They actually announced a sequel to Inside Out. Um, yeah. which for anyone who doesn't know, Inside Out's probably. My top three Pixar films. I think it's a phenomenal movie. Great. Um, apparently, two of the stars aren't returning, Bill Hader and someone else, but um, it, it it does take place with the same characters, so it's following Riley with um, 
now she's a teenager who has apparently new emotions. Puberty. Um, which we're expecting, puberty, things yeah. like that. So, um, look, I love the originality of Inside Out. It does interest me that they are making a sequel. If they have a story to tell, by all means, go, f- you know, they, I presume they do. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't be making it. But it's just like, I just feel like it's such a perfect film, ended so perfectly. There's not really a need for a sequel. Yeah, I don't I don't think it needed one. But I can see there's good use out of it, you know. A first movie was about the young kid going through the struggles of like moving to a new town, new friends and being bullied and everything like that. The the biggest turn in everyone's life and a lot of people can agree is that puberty kind of part where the brain's just doing all this messed up stuff. There's new things you're experiencing both physically and mentally and I feel like there's enough content there you can make a good thing, but where they go from that I'm not sure. There's um yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. If they have a story to tell, and by all means, it probably will make a lot of money. So if that's going to make a lot of money and then fund some of their other original films, then, then sure. But um, Yeah, I'm, I'm worried uh, they, they're poking the, the, the dead animal to see if it's still alive and get some more out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's all <laughs> in terms of Pixar news. So some good things to watch out for, a few original films, but obviously the sequel. Um, this will cover uh, last sort of bit of news in terms of the animation side, Disney animation studios they announced a a new another new feature film called strange world which follows director uh, it's director don hall who actually made two of my favorite um well three films that i think are impeccable big hero six moana and raya the last dragon which i enjoyed all of them um so this film has a great cast first of all it's basically about a family who get their um, who get past their differences to stay, to essentially save a strange world full of danger and surprises. That's all we've got in terms of plot and synopsis. But um, it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid voicing characters in there, um, and that comes out actually this year. Holy, yeah, right, yeah, November. Cool. That's three, <laughs> two months away. So sounds like it's got um, some lost in space vibes. Lost in space, family kind of in disarray, going to this new world, and they're trying to save it and save themselves. Might have some. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, I'm, I'm all for that. That's a, not that far away, so I'm excited for that. Their, their last film that they announced, which is actually um, a bit interesting, it's, it's set to release f- next year, and it's a film called Wish. Um, it's an animated musical basically inspired by the legacy of films from their own studio. So the, the question the director actually said is, how did the wishing star upon which so many char- characters wished come to be? That's basically, um, it's about a 17-year-old, female so an optimist with a sharp wit who cares endlessly about her community and, and basically makes a plea to the stars in which yeah a wish comes true so sounds like they're really kind of honoring their their previous films which 99 percent of their previous disney films have all about being wishing upon a star and their classic disney tune from it's like the origin story really isn't it yeah which you know if it's good, it's good. They've got a cute little goat as their friend, so um, yeah, I'm all for that. I, I I love Disney animation. They've made some classic films, but um, other than that, that's all in terms of the animation and Walt Disney side. So we'll we'll take a quick break and we'll come back as they've had a second day, which will be Marvel, Lucasfilm, and, and 20th Century Fox. So uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. Easy. So we'll um. As discussed, we'll touch on the, the second day of D23, or the, or the third, actually. Um, we'll, we'll start with Lucasfilm first. So Lucasfilm, Marvel, and 20th Century um, Fox had had a bit of a, a brief. They've Some of this, unfortunately, we can't really touch on too much because they showed the footage there, um, and we can't really watch it here. But they they talked more about the, the Andor sequel, um, prequel, sorry, prequel series, which is about Andor from Rogue One. Yeah. The character... Um, which basically follows him um, essentially through the early days of the rebellion. Apparently a second season's already planned. So they did show the trailer for that, but that's kind of launching in 10 days already. So that's only like that. That's just around what, the corner. Just yeah. around the corner. So I think they're just kind of trying to create, you know, hype around that. So we won't touch too much, too much on that. They, they did show a trailer for the upcoming sequel series to the classic film Willow, which is an absolute unreal film, you know, the little, Dwarf. No, no, I actually no. don't know if I do. No, right, okay. Um, Is it- well, it's a sequel series to that. It's a, it was, it's a classic. Like, um, regardless, they, there's a sequel series coming to that, which they they showed the the trailer for, and and sort of no idea when it's coming out, but 
I'm all for that. I think that the trailer kind of looked very much like fantasy vibes, which is very much like the original film. Can't remember how long ago it came out. What, it was a what's Willow about? Um, look, mate, I've saw it that long ago. I couldn't tell you. Um, <laughs> that's, that's I did love it. I saw it when I was like eight. It came out in 1988. So it's about a, yes. a farmer um, who basically delivers a, a baby to the to the queen, to an evil queen, or protect the baby from an oh, evil cool. queen. Sorry, but um, it is a list. beloved movie. Um, a lot of people love it, but I, I think it is a good movie. Um, it's interesting they're making a sequel series. I don't know what will possibly happen. Um, they've announced a Bad Batch Season 2, which is an animated TV show. You probably haven't got too much to touch on in that. I haven't watched No, I haven't watched it. too much of that. I've watched um, a lot of the Clone Wars series, but I haven't got to the Bad Batch. But I've heard some very good things about it. It's very, very loved and a lot of people have liked it. So it's good to see they're keeping faithful as usual to yeah. everyone. And- um Next one, they've announced a episodic um, animated series. So it basically focuses on um, Count Dooku's Rise to the Dark Side, Ahsoka Tana, um, about her, and it's only looks to be only six episodes. So it just seems like they're kind of, to be honest, f- from reading this, it just seems like they're really kind of just put, putting stuff out to, to put stuff out because people love it. Like Clone Wars is one of the most successful. Oh Star no! Like Wars this, series. this is a six-episode episodic thing, just being like, "Oh, here's how Count Count Dooku rose to the dark side," which I'm sure you could find in a book if you really wanted to. Probably. Um, <laughs> the they showed some um, some artwork to the Ahsoka TV show. So there's a live-action one which is, features the same woman from Rose from, from uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, She'll be returning in that. Details are being pretty kept under wrap. Apparently, Hayden Christensen's also returning for Darth Vader, but it hasn't Ooh. been confirmed. Yeah. Um, couldn't care less about it, to be honest. Like, Star Wars is just pissing me off more and more as it goes That's on. That's fair. Uh, Skeleton Crew. This one actually does interest me. It's an original show from John Watts, who's the director of all the recent Spider-Man movies. Oh, awesome. Um, also got Jude Law. Seems like he's a bit of a movie-making machine with uh, Disney now, but it's following a group of kids stranded out in the outskirts of the galaxy. Um, and it's early in production. Basically, it's uh, it's Jude Law surrounded by the same security droids like the uh, ones to the Jabba Palace. It looks yeah new. It's a New Republic post Return of the Jedi based TV show, but that that's probably the one that interests me the most because it's a new story completely. Um, new, new stories always, which good. I think when you really think about it, Star Wars in terms of the galaxy, it has so much stories it can tell, and the fact that everything that comes out is basically just churning out shit from the same old characters that we've seen for 30 years. Prodding the same dead animal, like I said earlier. Why? Yeah. Really, when you think about it. Um, They did show the trailer for Mandalorian Season 3 as well, which I actually haven't watched in terms of the trailer, but um, I don't mind the TV show. Love the TV Um, show. I also think they're really flogging a dead horse in terms of just chucking Grogu like Baby Yoda, and it's just things really do annoy me, I must admit, in terms of where Star Wars is going um of the probably the most toxic fan base. I mean, I'm part of the fan base of Star Wars. I absolutely adore it, but the fan base is ridiculous. They did announce though that Bub Babu Frick from Rise of the Skywalker, probably the only good thing about that shocking movie, is uh, in it, which <laughs> oh, I enjoy. You love, you love, love Babu Frick. Frick. Yeah, the little guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh god. They. This is obviously Lucasfilm as well. Why would you say, oh god? <laughs> Just, I don't know. Anyway, this is probably my favorite bit from Lucasfilm. Um, they showed exclusive footage for Indiana Jones 5. Um, now, it is being made by James Mangold, who directed Logan. Yeah. Which a phenomenal movie. Um, and Steven Spielberg's producing. John Williams is returning to obviously produce the uh, make the music. And uh, apparently George Lucas is still connected. But, um, yeah, they showed the, the first trailer. There's obviously not too much, but apparently it got a thunderous standing ovation, as it says here. Harrison Ford is returning. Um, and apparently it's going to be the last one. The, the rumours are internally that this film is, like, fantastic. Oh, good. So That's um, good. fingers crossed. The fourth one was pretty average, the Kingdom of the Crystal, Crystal Skull. Skull with Shia um, LaBeouf. But I'm all for it. Sign me up. I'll be there. Oh, I Indiana like Jones the, the character of Indiana Jones, and I'd be happy for it to be played by someone else even just to, like, keep this series going. But 
Harrison Ford says he's uh, Harrison Ford. Like he, he could he, not care about Han Solo, but in terms of Indiana, he's like uh, I don't. don't he literally said I don't care if anyone plays Han Solo, but Indiana Jones, I think he has a lot more connection to it. But I think he actually didn't like the rumors are intent. Like the rumors are quite well known that he did does not like Han Solo at all, and he actually asked to kill him off in the the sequel series. No, oh. because apparently, like he wanted him killed off in the second because he's like he's a shit character. He has no, you know. In terms of characters, I think Han Solo is obviously loved, but Indiana Jones is definitely a far and away better character yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, other than that, was all for Lucasfilm. Um, this one, M- Marvel had a few announcements, but they they did show an exclusive footage to Black Panther, the the Wakanda Forever, which we obviously, as as I said, can't touch on. This one interests me. They they t- talked a little bit about more about Ironheart, which is a I believe a series. Um, yeah, series, sorry, with Riri Williams, not sure who that is, but, um, it's basically Iron Man's successor. So I believe it's his new, it's his daughter, Daughter. um, who will play Iron Man. Anthony Ramos is the magical hood. I'm actually not sure who that character is, but I do know Anthony Ramos, great actor, but that show does actually interest me. I know they're. The thing that's getting really hard for me is shows are releasing so often with, with Marvel that it's actually kind of hard to, to keep up and it always... Linking There's in. There's a lot of donuts that There's, didn't release too. Um, a lot of them aren't great. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. Like, they're, they're, like I really enjoyed Loki, WandaVision, but um, She-Hulk's okay. I know you haven't watched it yet, but um, like I can't remember the other one. I actually, actually genuinely can't. Moonlight. Moon Knight was Moon Knight, Moon Knight was it. average in my opinion. The character was cool, but it um, really went astray. Uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's good. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, I there enjoyed are, this There's a little bit of news on, on that. I liked that. Um, the, they talked about Ant-Man and the Wasp at Quantumania, which they actually they showed another extended trailer, which they originally showed at Comic-Con. We don't have it. Bill Murray's apparently in the film, but they uh, Kevin Feige did say it's pretty much directly linked to um, Avengers Kang Dynasty, I think the, the film is called. Okay. So, yeah. which we already kind of know. Um that it'll probably heavily be linked because Ant-Man, I think, is becoming more and more important as we saw with, with Infinity War and, and things like that. Correct, um, yep. This one actually does interest me a bit, um, the Secret Invasion show. So um, similar to Captain Marvel and the Skrulls. Yeah. So it's basically um, where the, the shape-shifting Skrulls are invading Earth. So um, the trailer kind of showed a little bit of a darker tone and it's got... Um, quite a good cast in it. Nick Fury's obviously coming back um, with Samuel Jackson, but that show does actually interest me because realistically, Skrulls probably are taking like have probably existed for the last ten years in the Marvel universe. Nick Fury's probably been a Skrull for every film he's been in, but we don't know. Ben <laughs> Mendelsohn's returning, who I do love. Um, do you have anything to touch on? Not, re- not really. I don't I've never really loved Nick Fury as a character. He's not really like in he, it enough, to be honest. Like yeah, that's he, what I mean. He just like kind he of just, appears and connects people up. Like that's the. That's, I think yeah, yeah, he provided some importance to the story, but I was just like, eh, Nick Fury. Yeah, the, the, this one sounds. Don Cheadle is returning in in this, so he's also returning in um, Secret Invasion because it, it directly links up. But they haven't f- started filming this one yet. But it's um, an adaption of the comic series where Tony Stark's Iron Man suit basically released into the world and is falling into the wrong hands. So similar concept really to Iron Man 1 in a way, but it's his suit, not his weapons. Um, sounds interesting. I, I, I don't mind Don Cheadle's character in terms of Rogue. Um, so it'd be cool to, cool to see him return, I guess. All these, all these announcements, what I've actually noticed reading these, is that they all are series. So more shit to look forward to, thankfully. Yay. This one um, I am this looking one- forward to. No, I, I couldn't care less, to be honest, really? about it. But the one reason why I will be watching it is Hugh Quang is joining the cast um, of Loki who plays the the husband in Everything Everywhere all at once. So, Oh, you can't say you're not <laughs> looking forward to it now. Well, that's why I said. I said that's the Jeez. only reason I'm looking forward to, to it. So Sign me up. Um, yeah, sign me up. Other than that, yeah, Loki Season 2 announced. I really enjoyed um, Loki. Did I enjoyed you? Loki, but I just think, like, Season 2 is just not really a, a need, really. Um Next, next one of next bit of news. They they did finally announce as we've talked about the last two weeks that Matt Shackman is is directing the Fantastic Four film. They did not announce the cast. The rumor was they were announcing the cast for the last like eight weeks at D twenty three, but they didn't. So we'll wait again. Um, 
next show they announced and they they showed a footage of an Echo TV show, which is the girl from Hawkeye who is mute. I think it was mute. Yeah. Or, um, which has Vincent D'Onofrio and and coming back basically to to do that. They announced a, a, a dead. They they talked more about Daredevil: Born Again, which Charlie Cox is returning. He's obviously in She Hulk, I think, from um, some stage show. He's returning for that. Not much really interest, I'll admit, from from this uh, from all these announcements. This, this one's interesting actually. So they talked more about um, the new Captain America, which is finally a film. So not a series. Um, and Tim Blake Nelson, who played, who was teased as the leader in the Incredible Hulk film with Ed Norton. Yep. Um, he's actually returning playing the leader in this film. After four, like 15, 14 years since yeah. the original film came out. Um, and they also announced from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, the the old um, the old super soldier that was in the film, uh, the show that, um, Bucky visited. Yep. He's in the film, so not sure where, where obviously his, his place is, but. Is it still being played by Captain America's. Official? Sam Wilson. Yeah. It's now it's now technically Falcon. The Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, I um, he sucks. He's a great actor. I don't like the character. I think he's. Um, yeah, I don't think I like him as the character. Maybe that's what I, I just thought. I don't like the character. I think his acting's great. He's like in uh, um, Detroit, he's fantastic. He's definitely a good actor. I just think the character's just. Not really likable. I would have preferred if Bucky became. Um, Without a doubt. But talking about Bucky, this one I'm actually super intrigued in. Now, they've made, they already announced the film, but the actual cast wasn't announced, but it's being made by Jake Schreier, who has made um, Robot and Frank, which I actually really enjoyed as a film. And um, other than that, he hasn't really made much, to be honest. But. Um, He's directing basically an anti-hero. So what we've seen in the recent Marvel films is all the setup between, um, I can't remember her name, but she um, is in the post-credit scene of Black Widow and she and um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But it's basically Taskmaster, Red Guardian from Black Widow, um, Ghost, US Agent from Black Widow as well, Yelena and Winter Soldier. Um, so there's six characters here, but it's essentially the anti-heroes. So that's who they... who. They've kind of built up to her being like, let's let's all team up, let's yeah. attack Hawkeye, and that's where it linked in there. So it's apparently to be the final film of Phase Five. Um, but sign me up because I really like Taskmaster was a shocking villain, but I really like the character of Yelena Bucky. U.S. Agent was interesting, and, and most of all, Red Guardian. I really, most really liked. Of all. Yeah. Oh, I, he was I thought they announced that they were going to do like a spin-off series of him, but it's good to see at least this is one including him. That, that's the film. He's a great that's character. the film which I'd be honest interests me the most because we like it'll be interesting to see a, a roster of anti-heroes. Really, yeah. Um, it was one of the they, best parts about doing. the Black Widow film for sure. Um, yeah, Red Guardian. Yeah. Um, last one they kind of showed in. Um, Last announcement, which it's already been announced that the Marvels is is being made in the movie. Um, the Brie Larson, I'm in Villani and Tiona Paris, I think I might have butchered the name, but that's essentially <laughs> Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and the woman from WandaVision, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, WandaVision, sorry. M- Monica Rambeau, so the daughter of the... She was the daughter from uh, the woman with Captain Marvel, you know, Captain Marvel's friends, and it was the daughter in WandaVision who went into. Having a mind blank right now. Yeah, you are, I can tell. Um, That's all right. (laughs) We'll keep going. But it's basically what they linked in um, Miss Marvel at the end. Apparently, it's basically um, the trio, those three people, every time they use their powers, they swap places. Oh. So that's what happened at the end of Miss Marvel when she was talking. She, you know, how she transfer, um, transformed into Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Um, apparently, basically, yeah, essentially, it's it's about them and shows the three fighting. Um, they showed a footage of it, but um, they must work together to kind of stop transforming into each other. That's kind of cool. It's interesting. Monica Rambeau, like if I, um, yeah, she was from. Um, Wonder Vision, but it was the character that went in. Uh yep, yeah, yeah. Look at this. Not, not great. Huge, not great at names. Not great at names. But um, <laughs> she she's the daughter of that um her best friend in yeah the next door neighbor wasn't it Miss um Captain America uh, not Captain America Captain Marvel yep um last bit of news before we jump in our review Twentieth Century Studios showed um Avatar Way of Water 
footage, which unfortunately we don't get. They got 15 minutes apparently there, which no. apparently it looks phenomenal. I'm so excited for this film, but they James Cameron videoed in from New Zealand and basically said they're actually started production this week of Avatar 3 or 4 because I think they directed 2 and 3 at the same time. I can't yep. remember, but they went into production of, of the most recent one. But sign me the shit up. Um, apparently the remastered version coming out like this week is uh, once again is in 4K and frame rate boosted to 48 frames per second. So is that getting um, put on Disney Plus or is that going to... IMAX, cinema only, oh, brother. Yes. Yeah, it's like in two weeks. Hell yes. We'll, we'll be going. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's kind of all. That's kind of all, really. I, I kind of expected more. I really like the Pixar and Disney animation announcements. They, they kind of excite me. In terms of Marvel, really Nothing. hit and miss, to be honest. Like, I like the Thunderbolts idea and, and um, the Marvels idea, but... In terms, like to be honest, they really lose me if they're gonna come out and announce ten different things and eight of them are TV shows. Jog on, you know what I mean? Like, it's difficult because, like, I, I really think they should go full bare bones again, go back to peak like 2014 when you're releasing two, three films a year, and that's it. I think they're really spreading themselves way too thin. Um, other than that, Avatar: Way of Water, Indiana Jones Five, I'm looking forward to. What do um. Do you have any highlights in terms of announcements? Nah, oh. definitely uh, the anything Marvel kind of sucked. I'm the same with you. I'd rather them release less content but better content. The TV series, none of them have really hit me, and I think it's all. Just, I think they're okay. That's the thing. It's I just think. money grab. People watch them and then they get. Well, the thing is, they're not really making money from it, really. Like, because it's all subscription based services. Like, obviously, yeah. you have the people who sign up to watch it, but it's not as if they're. It's not like Mulan where they launch it and you have to pay your 35 bucks to watch it and they're making direct revenue from it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it, I, look, they probably come out and a few of them might be really, really good, but it's just like, it's just, I think too much. Yeah. They're launching five shows a year almost and, and two movies. And if we're being honest, I enjoyed No Way Home. I enjoyed Multiverse of Madness, but Rag, uh, the Love and Thunder was not great. Yeah. And I think there has been a serious dip in quality since Endgame Infinity War. Um, Big expectation to follow up on, but definitely a... Oh, but even then, like the solo movies, like Thor Ragnarok was great. The last Doctor Strange I enjoyed, but but, I mean, Multiverse of Madness was good and creatively it was good, but even Spider-Man No Way Home, it's like you really take Toby and Andrew out of that film and it would be shit. In terms of like fans would not be happy about it. Like that's really that... Not that it'd be shit because they don't make the film. The story's not great, but that really, if that didn't happen, can you imagine how much fans would hate the film? Yeah. If you really think about it. Um, but um, otherwise, yeah, didn't really enjoy Marvel stuff, but all the Pixar and Disney yeah, things really, yeah. really get me going. Not sure about like Hocus Pocus 2. thought the first one was like enjoyable but kind of rubbish. So... Straight to streaming too, so yeah, good. Same with the disenchantment. <laughs> so you, you don't have to watch it. Is yeah. what you're <laughs> just... No, no. I mean, Pinocchio was straight to streaming, and we'll be reviewing that. But um, speaking of that, you don't have much more to touch on, so we'll we'll take a, a quick break, and we'll come back to you with our review of the the Disney Plus original Pinocchio. Easy. So what we'll do, we'll jump into our um, review of the the new Disney Plus. Original movie, uh, Pinocchio, which is directed by Robert Zemeckis, starring Tom Hanks, um, really is the only human that I can think of. Um, yeah, I have a lot to touch on. I don't know how much you have to. Um, I'll let you you go in, in terms of I think I've probably rambled on about movie news and you probably Look, not that um, to touch on, but if you want to touch we, on the, the film, then, then by Pinocchio, means. Pinocchio, there's, there's not heaps to touch on i guess there's the film was was good but nothing fantastic tom hanks gave it his best go that's for sure he, he tried to really carry that part there and i thought the um the lady who played the fairy that came down the wishing fairy um i thought she was she was cool she, she sang really well good. she filled that two and a half minutes pretty good um i thought some of the scenes were pretty cool and cool to look at but i thought Kind of some of the stuff was a bit cringy at times with um, some either old references or uh, some silly references to Wood and then a particular actor of Chris Pine. Um, thought that was a bit, <laughs> that was a bit of a donut joke there. <laughs> it was a bit shocking. Um, yeah, look, it was a film. 
I enjoyed it. Not a good it one. It wasn't um it wasn't fantastic. Though it does beat most of the films we've watched in the last two weeks. Uh, I definitely put it over Invitation and definitely put it over um Beast and I'd put it over Orphan Kills. Um Yeah. I, I would still not a great film. I wouldn't put it over Orphan. I can't remember what else we reviewed last week. Oh, Three thousand years of longing. Um That was great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look, well, yeah, not much I'll, to touch um, on. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll touch on it then. Um I'll start off with my positives, which will be very bare bones, but um, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket was probably the best bit of the film. Um, actually voiced by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which really surprised me because it actually sounds exactly like Jiminy Cricket from the anime, like the original movie. Original movie. Um, yeah. Other than that, I really hate, like actually hated this film, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think it's like awful, but it's like it's just the like a film that just shouldn't exist really yeah um robert zemeckis it surprises me because he's a very very talented director possibly directed some of the best films i mean most beloved films of all time he's directed forest like these are all a good 20 years ago though but directed um all the back to the futures he directed forrest gump polar express which i love um who framed roger rabbit recently directed the walk which i really enjoyed which is about the young guy walks on the tightrope between the the Towers in New York City, uh, which is the true story, and kind of recently became a bit of a, a bit of a Disney Disney churner from the sounds of it. He directed The Witches, which came out like, like two years ago during COVID, which is a straight to streaming one. But it's it, it's it's not directed well, if I'm being honest. Like none of it's they really some of the CGI at times is really bad, and they kind of made it like a, a blockbuster film in a way, um, like which just isn't, doesn't need to be. The, the original like, animated film is genuinely, like regardless of the animation, it's just a classic film in general. It teaches you a lot of things in terms of um, morality, um, doing the right thing. Like that original film, when I watch it, like if I still watch it, it horrifies me about like talking to strangers and, and things like that. It's actually a very scary film really in terms of like obviously the fact that it's a, a child's, film regardless of that but it's it's really has those things to say about yeah morality and and becoming a good person and things like that whereas this film just didn't didn't do it at all and i think with these remakes especially live action if you're not going to at least match it in a way um if you're not if you're not going to do better or match it in a way then don't make it at all and this film did nothing about it like did nothing for it it like it kind of felt like a, a nerfed down version of the original. Like it's not scary whatsoever. It's not creepy. There's no horror elements. No. There's no horror elements. And like even you have the, like it's just not, like the original scene with um the kid who, who becomes a donkey and speaks in the original film is like so depressing. Like he's like, I just want to be like back here. Like I just want to be like, it's a really messed up, like sad film. And this film just did like it just didn't need to exist. Like on the other hand, you've got Pinocchio coming out by Guillermo del Toro, and it's Ugh. I watched the trailer for that, and it's the Netflix original, but it looks so artistic, like artistically beautiful and like stop motion made with love. Whereas this film just looked like it was just made for the sake of making it. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't need to exist. And I think it, from the looks of it, it's united everyone because it's one of the worst reviewed films of the year, critics and audience. So usually you don't ever get that. I'm sure if you look up like Beast, it probably has a 20% an audience, probably 60 or something like. Yeah. Whereas this is, I think, um, on Rotten Tomatoes, like 39, 36 or something for audience and, and critics. So it's um, finally united the people if that's one thing it does. <laughs> that's the only benefit. But no, I, I, I don't I didn't even think Tom Hanks was good. Like at the end of the day, you're a, you're a man in the middle of Italy and you're talking with like a the weirdest accent I've ever heard. It's it not pretty much sounded like he was trying to play Santa Claus. He's like <laughs> Pinocchio, like, like Pinocchio. Pin no, like he didn't even do an Italian though. He's like, eh, hey, my little, you know, my little Pinocchio. Like, kind of sounded like an American English accent. I can't. That was a mare of a shot, to be honest, for me. But <laughs> that's good. Um, no, like, an, it sounded like an American English man. And the guy who voiced Pinocchio, like Pinocchio, didn't sound like he, unable. It just seemed like he was really unable to convey any emotion. I understand he's wooden, but it's like, if you listen to the voice acting in the original film, it's phenomenal. Um, 
I just really think this should not exist. Like, it just seems so pointless. And I'd be intrigued to know the budget because, like, the thing is I can imagine it making money and that's the annoying thing is if it released in cinemas. But I presume that internally they didn't like it too much that um, that's why it was released straight to straight to streaming. But um, it's just, yeah, it just felt so light. 35, I oh know, that's for the... So that's for the, for the one coming up. That's for um sorry, yeah. We just looked up thirty-five million dollar budget for the stop motion one. Oh um it's got like nice Tim Burton undertones. Got that nice, like creepy, sadistic, but like Well, Gilmar del Toro is a really messed up director, so like he'll I think so he'll really do that. he'll think like yep. he'll really do it justice in terms of the creepy, creepy tone. Um and stop motion's already kind of a bit uncanny like creepy already to begin with like the way you know characters move and things like that but i i don't know it just didn't need to exist really if if i'm being honest and and it really upset me watching it because it pinocchio is such a timeless film such an incredible movie and as you said as you touched on some of the jokes in this film are genuine dog shit like and it's it's not making it it's not making it a timeless film it's making people sitting at the family being like oh you know there's a cuckoo clock that's Dumbo or there's a cuckoo clock that's Maleficent. It's like not even Easter eggs. It's just so obnoxiously in your face. Like with the Chris Pine joke, it's like you're not making it timeless. I could watch that film Pinocchio, which I think was a film in the forties. I could watch it now and just be like, this is an incredible movie in general. You watch that film, this film in a hundred years time, if you try and watch it or 80 years time, they'll, they'll say there and be like, Oh, you're made of, you're an actor. You're made of pine. We should call you Chris Pine kind of joke. No one would understand it. No one. And like, unless you're me sitting there at 90 years old showing my grandkids, which I wouldn't anyway. No. But um, it's just, yeah, they, they, I don't know. It's just, they've, they've done everything in their power to not try and make it timeless almost, but just annoying. Cause it, it, Robert Zemeckis, great director, very talented. Um, Tom Hanks is very talented, but he's, uh, I don't know, kind of phoned in two, two performances this year. Um, including his, his Elvis one, which was also a shocking accent as well. So maybe he's past his prime. Who knows? <laughs> no, I don't think it's any good. I don't think it needs to exist. I probably would have preferred not to watch it because it just angers me that, that Disney have put money into this when they had films like Soul and oh. and um, all the Disney animated films. That even Turning Red was great. Yeah. And it's like you really could have saved all that money that you made with this film and and marketed those films to release theatrically in cinemas where they deserve to be and just save money. I really don't know why they did it. But um, other than that, I don't really have anything else. As you can see, I really wasn't a fan of yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. I, I enjoyed it actually a little bit more than I thought I would. But like I, didn't I enjoyed aspects. Like I sat there and like giggled at times and I was like, but it just felt so like it felt so lifeless. Like no one cared about it. If yeah. that makes sense. Like you can just feel that no one gave a shit. It felt like they tried to make it like too uh, like people pleasing, but also at the same time as being way too child friendly, taking out a lot of the sadistic like creepy undertones and just making it like. Like even when they went to Pleasure Island, like the place was messed up and in the TV, in the uh, well, In the, the original movies. show, like they really show like the, the what do they call him? The trusty, the trusty fox or whatever. I forgot yeah. his name. Honest Joe, I think he was or whatever. Um, in the original, it's the same obviously in this. But like they really make it pretty, pretty in your face in the yeah. original that it's like, it's really a film about morality. Don't trust strangers. Like it made me horrified to speak to any randoms that original film and treasure, like um, pleasure, pleasure Island in the original was really messed up. And the whole scene where they're all turning into donkeys is really creepy. But then in this film, it's like they make an obnoxiously loud over the top five minute scene, which full of CGI, which looked horrible Yeah, when they're going through like the, the roller coaster and looking thing. And, um, then when everyone's turning into donkeys and disappearing by these big black mists, it's just like it wasn't even creepy. It, it really ever like it was just the one kid turning into a donkey that they showed, and then he's just like, "Please!" and they 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 attack him and they they get him. Like it was there wasn't no care in terms of making it kind of a bit creepy, and they've done that very much in a lot of their remakes. Really, like Dumbo is a really creepy film as well. Like the whole thing with the the mother and, and animal and the, abuse and everything like uh, that. Yeah, the, it, it tackles animal abuse. They they tackle drug use even in the original film as well. And 
the animated one was directed by Tim Burton and that actually had creepy, creepy things in it at times, but they completely neglected a lot of those things just to make it a subject of the time where you can take your kids. But it's like at the end of the day, you're just really kind of pissing a lot of people off who love these films and there are so many of them. Um, and I can sit here and say in 30 years time that no one's going to show their kids the live action remake of Pinocchio or the live action remake of Dumbo. It's going to be the the Disney classics. Yeah. It's the same with Lion King. They won't even show their kids next year, this this film. Well, they won't even fucking show next week if we're being honest. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's the same with, like, I just feel like they're really, I don't know if it's a thing like they're losing the license rights and they need to make it make it to to keep the rights or something like that. Um, Possibly. I really don't know because none of them, none of them I've sat there and I'm like, yeah, that was really, oh, Beauty and the Beast, I actually didn't mind, the live action one. That was not too bad. Um, but they actually put, I think, a lot of love and effort into the costume design, the production design. They made a few original songs while they're at it. Whereas, as I said before, The Lion King felt lifeless in, in terms of care and power and emotion. This was very much the same. I don't know. I, I feel like it was a really big miss for me. Um, hopefully the, the Guillermo del Toro one really hits the spot and and um, does really well because I think it, it's an incredible movie and a beautiful story and um, obviously the original in terms of <laughs> not not this one. But, yeah, other than that, I guess I've kind of rambled on and I apologise, but do you have anything <laughs> to, uh, to a touch on? No, really? no extra things to touch on for this one, mate. I yeah. think you've covered it all. We watched a um, a crappy movie, and don't no one else should watch it. Yeah. We well, watched, other we than that, it's been a it's been a pretty much a, a Disney heavy podcast. Really, there's been no sort of other movie news to t- kind of cover. But um, next week there is a few films coming out, which is good, rather than the one streaming one. There's um, is it? There's I think three or so to catch up on. So uh, that come out this week. So awesome. it'll be a um a good juicy podcast in terms of movie reviews rather than the news. But um, other than that, that's kind of all we have to touch on. So um, as I kind of always touch on, we can, uh, you can catch us on um, any of the major podcasting platforms or, or the, the YouTube aspect if you're watching visually. But um, other than that, we'll, we'll pretty much catch you next week. And uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for telling